Hello, this is Salil from Newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Wednesday, the 6th of April. India registered 1,086 COVID-19 cases and 71 linked deaths in the last 24 hours. The total COVID tally stands at over 4 crore 30 lakh while the death toll has crossed 5 lakh 21,000. The daily positivity rate is 0.23% with the active cases being 0.03% of the total infections in the country as per the latest health ministry data. So far, India has administered over 185 crore COVID-19 vaccinations of which over 15,49,000 doses were given yesterday. 83.4 crore people in India are fully vaccinated as of today. Globally, COVID-19 has infected over 493.6 million people. claiming the lives of over 6.15 million China recorded over 20000 covid-19 cases today with the major surge being reported in Shanghai despite a lockdown in the region this is the highest daily count that the country has recorded since the start of the pandemic the world health organization has stated that the new covid variant which is a hybrid of omicron strains ba1 and ba2 could be the most transmissible one yet These strains were first recorded in the UK and are estimated to be 10% more transmissible than BA2. Prime Minister Narendra Modi today addressed party workers on the occasion of the Bharatiya Janata Party's 42nd Foundation Day, the NDTV reported. During the address, the Prime Minister said that this particular Foundation Day is important for three reasons. Firstly, he pointed out that the Foundation Day coincides with the celebrations for the 75th anniversary of the country's independence. Secondly, he remarked that the global order is fast changing and that peace lies at a very precarious stage owing to the geopolitical tensions. And lastly, he pointed out that this particular foundation is important because the BJP government was re-elected in four states just weeks ago. Modi also took a dig at the opposition, saying that his party is into politics and devoted to the nation unlike those who are devoted to families. He said and I quote There are still two kinds of politics going on in this country. One is the politics of family devotion and the other is committed to patriotism. I am happy that the youth in this country started realizing that the family parties are the worst enemies of democracy as they do not understand the constitution, its values and its principles. We are fighting against such parties with principles and values." Unquote. The Prime Minister also lauded the BJP workers for their outstanding performance in the recently held assembly elections. He said and I quote The BJP has returned to power with a double engine government in four states just a few weeks ago after three decades the number of any party in the Rajya Sabha has touched the 100 mark unquote He then stated that across the length and breadth of the country the party is staying firm in its pledge of Ek Bharat Shreshth Bharat or One India Great India Trinamool Congress MP Mahua Moitra today reprimanded the decision taken by the South Delhi mayor to ban meat shops in parts of the capital owing to the festival of Navratri the NDTV reported in a tweet on this issue she said and I quote I live in South Delhi the constitution allows me to eat meat when I like and the shopkeeper the freedom to run his trade unquote Mukesh Suryan the South Delhi mayor had earlier announced that under his civic body various meat shops would be shut during the period of Navratri He had stated that the decision was taken on account of various complaints from people residing in the area and further argued that this action would not be an infringement on the liberty of others. Yesterday while talking to NDTV, he said and I quote, "We have taken this decision keeping in mind the sentiments of Delhiites. 
people complained to me the fasting people were facing problems over the cutting of meat in the open this is not a violation of anyone's personal liberty unquote further on the east delhi municipal corporation has also announced the closing up of meat shops east delhi mayor sham sundar agarwal claimed that 90% of people avoid consumption of non vegetarian food during the festival several meat shop owners in delhi had kept their places closed yesterday in fear of these bans according to pti there are nearly 1500 registered meat shops that fall in the area of the south delhi municipal corporation listeners my colleague tanishka sodhi did a ground report where she visited localities in south delhi and talked to workers and laborers working at meat shops in the region one such laborer mohammad aftar who has been working at a meat shop in ina since 20 years told news laundry and i quote if the shop doesn't open what will we laborers do we eat based on the work we do here people are scared they read in the papers that the mayor said that if we keep our shops open our licenses will be taken away if we knew beforehand the shop owners wouldn't have bought stuff which will now go to waste unquote you can read the full report titled we eat based on the work we do around 40 meat shops shut in ina after south delhi navratri letter only on newslaundry.com the reason we are able to report on issues of public interest such as this without any pressure from political parties or corporations is because we don't depend on them for ads we rely only on you to support us so if you're not a part of our independent news model already head over to newslaundry.com and click on the red subscription button on the top right corner of the screen subscription starts as low as rupees 300 only pay to keep news free akar patel the former chief at amnesty international india alleged that he was prevented from boarding a flight to the united states today at the bengaluru airport ndtv reported patel tweeted that he was put in the exit control list in connection to the case that was filed by the cbi in 2019 against amnesty international india and three other associate organizations namely indians for amnesty international trust amnesty international india foundation trust and the amnesty international south asia foundation the organizations were accused of being in violation of the provisions of the foreign contribution regulations act of 2010 and other provisions under the ipc the complaint was filed by the indian home ministry in the tweet patel mentioned that he was stopped despite a gujarat court order that had granted him permission for this specific trip on the other hand CBI sources stated that there was a lookout notice against Patel under the cases registered against the agency on violations amounting to rupees 36 crores in foreign funding. It further remarked that the permission granted to Patel by the Surat court was under a separate case filed by the Gujarat police. Earlier in 2018, the enforcement directorate had raided the Bangalore office of Amnesty in the foreign exchange contravention case. The organization has also faced sedition charges while reporting on human rights violations in Kashmir in 2016. These charges were however dropped later on. Police said that two alleged militants were killed in an anti-terrorist operation that happened today morning in the Pulwama district of Jammu and Kashmir, NTV reported. The deceased individuals have been identified by the police as Shafat Muzaffar and Umar Teli. Dilbag Singh, the Jammu and Kashmir police chief stated that the operation was based on information received from a captured militant he said and i quote the police party came across some suspects who tried to flee but they were given a hot chase one of them took out a weapon and fired but got killed in effective retaliation by the police party unquote 
As per the police officials, Shafat and Umar were involved in the recent civilian killings in the region that includes the murder of a village chief at Khanmo. An officer said, and I quote, Both are locals and belong to Lashkar-e-Taiba. They were involved in many incidents of terrorist violence, including killing of some civilians. Unquote. The officials mentioned that following a spate of attacks, the Jammu and Kashmir police has launched a major crackdown on people who the police suspect as being involved in helping separatists in the region. The Deputy Prime Minister of Ukraine, Irina Vereshchuk, stated today that the Ukrainian government would evacuate civilians from besieged cities through 11 humanitarian corridors, but that in Mariupol. The citizens will have to use their own vehicles, NDTV reported. This comes after several efforts to get buses to the southern ports have repeatedly failed in the aftermath of the Russian forces encircling Mariupol. As per the Ukrainian regional authorities, Russian forces striked a fuel depot in Dnipro overnight. Reznichenko, Dnipro's governor, said and I quote, The night was alarming and difficult. The enemy attacked our region from the air and hit an oil depot and a factory. The oil depot with the fuel was destroyed. Unquote. Meanwhile, the Ukrainian president, Vladimir Zelensky, in an address to the United Nations on the issue of killings in Bucha, said that the UN should act immediately or dissolve itself altogether. Zelensky further called on the Security Council to expel Russia, comparing the Russian acts of violence to terrorist outfits such as ISIS. On the other hand, Sergei Lavrov, the Russian foreign minister, said that the bodies discovered in Bucha was an act of provocation to disrupt talks between Moscow and Kyiv. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.